Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Um, and Happy New Year to everybody. It's our first recording of the year. So, Happy 2022 to everybody. Um, I'm joined with my co host, Amy. How are you, Amy? You good? Hi, Alex. I'm really good. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. I have to say, by the way, I've had a few really nice comments about you and how, how, how you are on the show. So, thank, oh, you for, nice. thank you for joining the show. You've had a really I'm good like positive. Another hen. <laughs> <laughs> We had a really nice meeting the other day, and uh, it was really nice to hear some of your ideas. We were firing ideas back into, and it's just breath of fresh air. But I'm really looking forward to to working with you throughout the year. It's so, gonna be brilliant. It really yeah. is. And today we're we're joined by. Um, oh yeah, you're gonna have to pass me that. I'm gonna have to <laughs> have a look at this. My camera's finally come out. I'll, I'll have a look at this in a second. Um, but we did drawn. You can see the bag just behind me there. Um, Cherie Gerard brought a collective of amazing artists, local artists, something a bit further out, but it was an amazing two days where I got to speak to lots of great artists. I also got to spend two days sat next to the, our guest today, Gary Drew. You may recognise his artwork. If you just walk through town, you can see this giant flamingo on the Seven Social here. That's that's Gary's artwork there. And we were going to sort of dive into some of your work. But Gary, thank you so much for joining me for a proper feature episode. We're going to take our time to get to know you. Day. Yeah, pleasure. It's uh, nice to be here, and it's a good start to the new year. It is, it is, and it's it's good sometimes to briefly look back. Okay, what have we done this year? What what have we achieved, and what can we achieve next year? And that's kind of like what the, the philosophy I'm taking. I took a week the first the first sort of week of 2022, the first week of January, man. I was just kind of like, oh god, what am I doing with this stuff? And then I just had this sudden spring of energy. Bam. We could do this. Let's do it. And start making plans. Yesterday, I sat on my laptop all day, and we planned. Me and Amy had planned our events right up into August because um, it's nice to do that, isn't it? <laughs> you know? um, so, what sort of things are you going to be doing? Is like oh, lots of stuff. Like, there's lots of events that have. Oh, she was busy a party place. You know, we've got the '90s revival thing they're doing in June. We've got the flower shows returning. There's Kids Fest in fe- fe- February. Um, we've got the Darwin Festival as well. The in Darwin February. Festival, yeah. 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 Is that in February? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that, paint, that painting's coming back for February um, to go to the museum. Is that the... So I've got a couple of your, your bits here. Yeah, the monkey. Um, oh, the monkey? Okay, yeah. I'll bring that one up. So this is a, a piece of art that Gary was working on at Drawn. I was watching him make this art, and it's so beautiful. Um, so yeah, this is the monkey. <laughs> it's fantastic. So you did this for the Darwin Festival in particular. Um, it was it was in the exhibition, and then while I was doing it, they approached me and asked me if I'd if I'd be willing to let them use it again in February for the Darwin exhibition. Nice. Um, so it was, um, it, you know, it was like loosely based on Darwin because of the heritage of Darwin in Shrewsbury. And um, you can see Darwin smack bang in the middle with yes. them on the T-shirt. Um, but it's sort of like a little bit of a spin on it um, with the painting. I've actually called the painting Evolution My Ass, as in a, a donkey <laughs> ass. I'm um, thinking that if monkeys had have evolved, they'd have probably evolved and made a lot better, done a lot better job than what we have. Um, and instead of Darwin holding a, a monkey skull it's a monkey holding a human skull so there's a few spins on that mm. and then Everyone looking at it there's something different isn't there to look at it's incredible yeah there, there was and um, what i've done is every job 
every every business I've worked for in Shrewsbury is actually um, the logo is on the on the painting. Really? Yeah. So I think there's probably about eight different um, businesses on there. Um, oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah. So you've got yeah. the Soden Gallery where where I sell um, paintings. Yeah. Um, Tutu Bene, which is in the market. Um, yeah. uh, House of yeah. Yum, which is in the market. Um, the Perfect House of Rising Sun. Um, Say Cheese. Um, you know, the House of Beauty. The Anchor Inn. Um, so there's all places that I've I've worked at over the over the years. I love that you've done that. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. You can literally walk around Shrewsbury and see Gary's work anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've sort of like adopted. It's it's like my adopted hometown now. I think. I th in fact, I've done more work there than anywhere else in the world. In really? Yeah. Is that through word of mouth, or what's your Shrewsbury connection? Um, the it, originally it was through Sam at the Libertine, yes. Sam Libertine, and um, I did quite a few jobs for him, and then it's just been from doing his work, and then sort of branched out from there. But he was the big instigator of getting me in in, in the very you know the original. Couple I know of years a guy. <laughs> I know Is a guy. I know a guy that can help you out. This guy Gary, he's really good. Did some work for me. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's Sam's such a lovely guy, and he's he's so popular, and um, and I and you know one of to be honest, he's got to be one of the nicest persons I've ever worked for. You know, he's yeah. such a genuine guy. But it's all uh, right. I don't want to make this the Sam show, but he is lovely, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> really, really nice guy. Yeah, is this, is yeah. this a call to get him on the show? Should we definitely get Sam on the biscuit? <laughs> oh man, yeah, he'd love it. I, but he's like the the only thing is though, you you when you're with Sam, you feel so ugly. He's such a cool looking guy. He's a very so nice guy. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You can you never look ugly, Gary. Never. <laughs> um, Let's go back to the beginning, though, okay? Because people don't just become artists. Everybody has their journey, right? So yeah, where, where do you hail from originally, Gary? Where do you come from? Um, Hartlepool. Um, I, I was born in Hartlepool. That's not the reason why I painted the monkey, by the way. <laughs> it was, uh, that was something else. But, yeah, I was, uh, moved to Wales at uh, a very early age with my parents and then um, attended local schools and everything and went to, after finishing school, went to Wrexham Art College ah. and did uh, four years of um, illustration. Uh, came out, yeah, came out with a degree in illustration, which wasn't really for me. I, I preferred more fine art than illustration. Is that um, the college by um, Wrexham Lager pub? Yes, yeah, yes. you can smell the hops when you go to work. Yes, yeah. in college in the morning, you used to be able to I, smell all the hops and everything. I went. To, I, I grew up in in Wrexham. I went to to Bryn for school, and when we go out on dinner time, whatever, you could smell the hops from the school. Yeah, so you could smell, <laughs> smell Wrexham lager brewing away, and then they stopped it, and we kind of like we kind of missed it. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think they still do it, but I think they went all digital or something, and it's it's not the same now. No, yeah. Um, yeah, Wrexham, that's cool. Um, so after after you get a, an art degree, right? So you've got this this, this thing now. I've got it. What yeah. You, what from the from the get go? What do you do with this art degree? Um, nothing. 
<laughs> from that point on, it's sort of, I think what happened was um, most of the people that I was in college with headed down to London and it just, it wasn't for me. I couldn't do London at all. I just couldn't get my head around it. And I didn't, I, I was probably a little bit of a home bird, but as in at, at that time, and I just I couldn't do London and I, I didn't like the the sort of like the lifestyle um, they were talking about. Um, it sounded stupid, but the things I remember they were saying about getting paid and you get paid so uh, half in money and half in speed. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, you get half money, half speed, because you need to be up all night to do the jobs. And I thought, oh, this isn't for me. And I thought, I'd, and I wasn't enjoying the illustration. It was too strict and you, you had to do too much what they told you and there was no freedom to do what, what I, I fancied doing myself. So that was short-lived. I think I went down there for a, a month maybe and then never went back again. Wow, then, that's really interesting. And then I tried to do the art that I wanted up until the, I think the age of, I gave myself till the age of 30 and if I hadn't made it by 30, then I was going to stop, stop painting altogether and get a proper job. <laughs> and um, But during that time, I'd done lots of other jobs to subsidise my painting. Um, a lot of bar work. Um, I'd actually worked at Camp America for a while, and I actually became an au pair in America. I was the first male au pair, legal male au pair. Um, really? To yeah, I did a. I was the third one to apply, and the first one to officially do the full year, and then had a, a write up in Time Magazine. That was in 1986. Yeah, I was born. <coughs> <that>. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was a male, a male au pair. So yeah, still in touch with the family. Wow. Um, and the the guy that I looked after now, he's actually got. And children a little bit a little bit younger than my children, so oh, it's really, nice. really bizarre. He's got two girls. I've got two boys. And this is what I got about you when we, when we sat because we did just spend the whole the whole day together just chatting away. Um, and you've got just this rich history of these like amazing interactions that you've had. Um, and I mean, this is a really cliche question to ask, but does it does it kind of help with your with your art and your, how you make things when you've had so many life amazing life experiences you can oh, I, I think so. yeah because i think when i was when i was doing the au pair i had nothing to do in the daytime because the child was in school so i was painting and i was at a local polo grounds and i was painting the people at the local polo ground and it turned out to be um susie brantz's sarah ferguson's mother and all that time you know that it was gary yeah <laughs> but they were really nice people so I was mixing with all them, and that that got me into horses. Um, and then when I came back to the UK, I sort of got involved with the um, fox hunting, um, uh, which was really bizarre because I think when when people are looking at it and they get all the negative press and everything, there's more to fox hunting than just like going out and killing a fox. And um, the whole time I did it for two. I think it was two or three years I was with a fox hunting. They never killed a single fox. Um, it was all about just the ride and just the, the whole thing about it. But there was the, the actual fox hunting was pretty much negligible. There was, you know, no foxes were harmed in the making of the, you know, the paintings. <laughs> it was crazy. 
it must have felt amazing to be able to do that. Um, I, it was great, but it was a lot different as well because at, at that time, um, what I used to do was um, I'd put my paints in a in a case. So I'd carry my paints, compressor and spray guns and everything in a case and take it on the plane with me and pay excess baggage. Mm. And... Um, and use, it used to cost me, I remember at the time, it was about £350 for the flight, and it was about £350 for the excess baggage because of the weight that was in it. Wow. Yeah, but the company used to pay, and I used to just ship, you know, carry my stuff each time I went. And it, it's all changed now because I've got, like, um, I do play, I do regular places, so I've got a, a box. I've got a box in... Um, in um i had box in america a box in um in australia and a box in norway and that's got spray guns in it compressors and everything and they just ship it from wherever i am they'll just ship it from site to site that's it that's brilliant it's like yeah. a safe point in a game you know <laughs> in a video it's game. Great because i just turn up and everything's waiting for me oh how that's very effective very effective that's yeah. really good. um so how i mean obviously covid has been a I knew you swore then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nightmare. Um, that was eight, 18 months with no work and very little pay because it, obviously I'm a limited company and they didn't pay dividends. Mm -hmm. So I've I've had a absolute tiny amount of money. In fact, the money that they were giving me was just about covering my gas and electric. And I've had 18 months of that. So mm -hmm. um, just before Christmas, it all lifted and it seems to have gone... Um, but it it was literally everything closed because I'd started selling paintings through the gallery and all the mm -hmm. galleries shut, so there was no income whatsoever. Absolute shock. I mean, like the arts industry in, on the whole got affected, and this is why we switched to Biscuit. We kind of wanted to help the arts a little bit, and we did. We did have bit to get out yeah. there and sort of speak to local artists and, and, and things going on. We spoke to Viv Kelly, dance school. You know, we spoke to lots of people that were struggling throughout the time. Uh, and the, the, our focus for 2022 is going to be community projects and hospitality. And I think the arts as well. We need to look at like theatres and, and, and things just to, and artists and people have really, have really struggled and, and probably still going to be struggling for the next sort of year or so to, you know, not just get off the ground running, but survive like you had to, you know, have things yeah. picked up now? Do you say that these are they Yeah, no, now? it's, um, it's, it's to be quite honest, I think what's happened is you've had 18 months where people have obviously not done any of the work that they wanted to do. And then um, now everybody's like, oh, we, we needed that doing and everybody wants it doing. So it's, it has gone really busy. Um, and, it, and it's like crazy busy at the moment. Um, and, it, and it's some really interesting work. But the thing was, with having time off, um, you sort of like your head's got time to catch up. So it's not, you're not just bouncing from job to job to job. You can sort of stop, sit down, and think, "Oh, maybe I could do this." And I've and it's like I've treated myself to an iPad to do book illustrations because I've always wanted to do that. Um, I've also um, looked at doing um, prints, limited edition prints of my work. So I've been able to look at sorting something out with that. So it's sort of things that I've been trying to do for the last ten years. I've actually got time now to, you know, to sit. I've had time to sit down and go through things and work it out and then decide how to do it. So it's just putting yeah. this year now is putting all of that into place. And then hopefully by the end of this year, it should be a, a lot different year to what it has been. 
it's one of the interesting, most interesting things I found about drawn because I spoke to so many artists and a lot of the artists I spoke to and I, I expected like an artist that couldn't go out anywhere, do anything, just to sit there and just make art constantly. Yeah. yeah and have this like huge like collection of art they can eventually just bring out. I've got all this stuff I've made during lockdown. But a lot of artists didn't. And I think, you know, one of the biggest reasons is they couldn't get out and about to get that inspiration. They didn't feel like it. They were stuck inside. And, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it must have been difficult for you. Um, I, I, I don't find it. Um, cause I can, I've got that many different things that I've done over the years. Um, I can, it's like, I've, I've got, um, two young children, 14 and 15, they're into technology. One of them's into, um, Instagram and, um, you know, doing servers and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm lucky there that I've got him, you know, he's actually teaching me. Um, so we, I can do things on that, which is opening. I was at the age where computers weren't around when I was starting. Everything's done with your hands. He's at the age where everything's done mechanically and on, on laptops and on computers and on Procreate and things like that. Yeah. So he's he's in there. He's already doing that with the Photoshop and everything. So I, I've sort of like been with them and messing around with, you know, and trying different things out, different techniques and and it's sort of bringing my artwork up to the 22nd century type of thing. So it's well, like... it's really important. Your stuff is, is so beautifully um, visual. I mean, I've got some pictures. By the way, I've got to say, I went on the the, um, the Seven Social Facebook page to get some of the pictures. Of you oh, yeah. Where, and whoever does the photography for the Seven Social, hats off to you because they're an amazing photographer. Um, so here is, here, here's your work here at the Seven Social. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. Uh, there's a close-up there of Darwin. I love that you've got this modern guy's body with the tattoos and you got Darwin. Like, I love, well, did you? Did someone design that for you and you go for it? Or, or, or no, it's just um, we we'd had bits and it was I was basically just left to my own devices. And the, and the worst thing about it was you go in with something like that and you you've got like ten days or something to do it, and then the first three days you're like, oh my god, what shall I do? But then when you when you get to day ten. You're like, oh, I could spend another month here, easy, and just keep banging out some really amazing stuff, and it, and you sort of get into it and the the mindset of it, and then it all of a sudden is like, oh, I can't do that. So, but Sam's had me back a few times and just added to it. Um, yeah. I love that. Is that Marilyn Monroe? Um, I think it's a mixture of Marilyn Monroe and Madonna. I love it. I think it's, it's so brilliant. Is this from the Seven Social as well? Yeah, that's the Seven Social. That's um, Tapau. Um, what's what's the name? Carol Becker. Carol Becker. Yeah. yeah. So the the idea of it originally was um, all the stuff on the wall was associated with um, Shrewsbury, and Carol Decker lives in Shrewsbury, um, and Darwin obviously was born in Shrewsbury. <laughs> so it was all, and there, I think there was flowers further down which was to do with the shrewsbury flower show um, and the so, flamingo and then, for that famous shrewsbury pink uh, flamingo yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say a, a shout out as well because I, I, I was panicking i was like i need a picture of that bloody fl- flamingo i can't find it anywhere so i put on facebook can somebody please say so uh sam budden who's a good friend of mine uh, so yeah. from Google Street. Oh, well, that's really funny. That's really. Funny. I just love that, and I love the woman, uh, Gretchen Dan. And I think I 
I feel I know her and there'll be lots of people in Shrewsbury that feel the same because the route into Shrewsbury is always Frankwell, isn't it? Well, well, the, <laughs> to the, get well the girl in the photo is, um, oh, what no. happened was the designer phoned me up and he said, we need some girls um, to go on the wall. And my, and my friends turned up that night with their daughters. So that's, right. his, that's one of his daughters, the other daughters inside. I just you love know? it because I, I watched yeah. it. I watched her as she became because I have to drive that way almost every day. And it was amazing. At first you sort of think, no, I don't get it because it wasn't complete. And yeah. um, and every day I would see a little bit more and it's like, oh, gosh, okay, yeah. Um, and I think her slippers are my favourite part. Um, you can't see slippers? them now. They put a bar there. So you I know, yeah, yeah, and I love her slippers. Well, I still do, or furry sliders, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, she's got a real personality, and I think for almost for everybody that regularly drives past there, I would imagine everybody gives her a personality. Um, yeah. Well, she lives. Fabulous. She lives in Wrexham. She lives right. in Wrexham, and she's a um, she's a really good ice skater. She skates. I think she actually skates for maybe the UK team or something like that. Wow! Yeah, yeah. That's she's um, she's she's very good. Has she had her photo taken in front of her? Oh, in front of him? She has. Yeah. Um, yeah. The parents um, came down and took a photo. Yeah, <laughs> I think when she turned up, she turned up with the slippers on as well. <laughs> I just love it. She's just yeah. so. She sums up femininity because she looks amazing, but she's also comfortable in her footwear. I love it. <laughs> I have to say, uh, Amy, hats off to you for being in the Seven Social and being in a state of mind where you can actually appreciate the art. Because I remember the last time I was in there, it was a bit of a blur. I've got to say, um, <laughs> <so you laughs> stand back yeah. and really slowly look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've learned over the years how painful a hangover is. I, I can't do that to myself <laughs> anymore. <laughs> uh, Gary, I kind of like I want to rewind just a little bit because we were talking about your journey into where you are now. So at what point did somebody say to you, was there a favorite teacher or just an adult who said, you know what, Gary, I think you actually could do something? Because I think you and I are a similar age and you very much had to have a proper career, didn't you? You were either, you know, you you became a builder or an accountant or uh, a nurse or a doctor. No, it was um, my my dad um, was a, um, an engineer and he worked for Pilkington's mm. and he he... he like he he left Hartlepool. He did really well. He got himself out. He was on the docks and everything. Um, ended up as an engineer. Uh, got to Pilkington's in Saint Asaph, and then worked there. And then decided it wasn't for him. And that was like a, a job set for life. And he was like, "No," nah. he says, "I'm not. I'm not doing that." He says, "I don't even enjoy it." He says, "I can't do this for the rest of my days." So he left and became a landscape gardener and sign writer. And um, he was doing sign writing from that point on, and he loved doing artwork and things. And he was saying that, um, you know, just do whatever you want to do in life because um, you, you're working, you're going to be working most of your life. So if you're going to do something most of your life, you might as well enjoy it. He said, it's not about the money, 
It's about whether you enjoy it or not. So I think he was a big influence on me doing art. Um, I, I've never, you know, I've scraped by. I, I managed to pay the bills, and it's and it's always been like that. I've, I've you know, like I've got to the conclusion now I'm never going to be rich. Um, I just get by. I'll probably never retire. But then again, I'm in a, a profession that most people retire to do, and I've Imagine. been doing it forever. So I've got a bit of a head start on everybody else. So I've probably never even worked. I retired when I was 16. <laughs> so <laughs> I just started painting. So it's. Um, I think he was the biggest influence, um, you know, for me to do what, what I'm doing and do what you want to do rather than what other people want you to do. Absolutely. And I love that attitude. Yeah, Alex knows that's my attitude in life. Definitely. Yeah. But I've, I never, I don't, I don't paint for anybody else. I do, I do paint for me. And I think, um, like, when people, you know, if they say to me that's rubbish or anything, it doesn't offend me because probably most of the time, that you know, that they're probably right. But everybody likes different things. Mm. Um, right yeah. minds can tell you that they were, okay. We need to, like, are these, somebody said not, it a couple of months ago. Somebody did tell really? me a couple of months ago that it was rubbish. And I was like, okay. And, I, and, they, were, and they were like, are you? Does, does that not bother you? Yeah, this is, ter that? This is terrible. I'm compromised. No, I, I just said to him it was his opinion. I was like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me. And then he says, so you're not bothered? And I was like, are you trying to get a rise out of me there? I said, Quite I've possibly. been painting for years. Yeah, I said, I've been painting for years. I said, your your comment there doesn't even register on my <sighs> annoyance scale. It's like, doesn't bother me. I said, I don't paint for you. I paint for me. Um, for for the guys watching on YouTube now, I'm going to pick up some of um, Gary's artwork now for the listeners at home. We'll try and describe them, and this is this is proof that Gary's work is is bloody brilliant. Okay, so we've got Freddie Mercury <laughs> right here, which I love, by the way. Um, was that a commission, or did you just decide to paint Freddie Mercury? Um, no, I've, I'm working with Jonathan at the Soden Gallery in Shrewsbury, yeah. and what what we what he did was he came up with a. Um, a rough loosely based Im image and said you know like freddie and then you know like we need to involve you know get some of these things in there so really when you look at these mm. that it's like freddie mercury but it's a story of his life in the background and yeah. and different things and um you know the like the bit with a cat is um that was his cat that he was into and then there's mm bits of um album um, covers on there and um, fat bottom girls and everything uh the queen's head um which was the queen i think there's um there was a link to diana on there as well because he dressed diana up um and they went to a, a bar which i think um i can't is the tavern something royal something tavern um and he took diana there one night dressed as a man and when he walked in, everybody was like, oh, my God, it's Freddie Mercury, and not realised that he was with Lady Diana. Wow. And, yeah. Um, so it's, there was lots of, lots of really cool things, um, and there was a lot of things I really couldn't put on the painting, but there is a lot of things on the painting that nobody's noticed yet, so I won't say anything. This is what I love. Yeah, and this is the most striking thing about you, Gary, is like um, hiding things in paintings, I think, is is such a brilliant thing i chatted to mike perkins on you suck the other day um uh mike perkins who, who drew uh he's a 
a, a DC artist. He's doing Swamp Thing at the moment, but he's also worked with Judge Dredd and Marvel and stuff. You may have heard yeah. that. He's, he's worked with me as well. <laughs> yes, he has. He has now, yes. You can see that. Yeah. Monkey guy. Here he is. If you, do the, if, yeah. you, if you look closely, there was a little Batman on the, on, the, on the monkey's arm, just above Snoopy's head. Yeah. There, and Mike Perkins did that. Um, and I was, I was talking about, can you like leave like Easter eggs in, in comic book um, the, paintings and artists, you know, pages and stuff? He's like, yeah, yeah, you can, you can do that. You can hide things, but you've got to be very careful because if like... Marvel see you're writing penis or something like in, 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 in a hidden somewhere you're probably gonna get fired but um it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to do um I've, I've just sent you Mike Perkins drawing on it yes okay I'll, I'll <laughs> that he's such a um, lovely guy he really is he really is a nice yeah. guy um yeah. I'll upload that now how do you stop yourself Gary because I'm looking at all the background and it, I mean there's so much in there um, how do you stand back and go, right, enough? Because I, 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 I've got to stop myself, actually. I, because I think on that one, you've got Charlie Adlard. Yeah, you've got to see in, the, in the bottom there. right. And I, I put it on, and, okay. and Jonathan said to me, Oh, he goes, That's really cool you put Charlie on there because he'll be coming to the gallery. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and that was like, I had to contact him because I hadn't asked his permission to do it. So I had to. Um, I emailed him and I said, "I'm really sorry." I said, "I've put I've put you on a painting and some of your artwork on a painting, and I haven't asked you permission." And he was, and he texts back and he went, "Oh, that's that's really cool. Thanks." So he's <laughs> I've, I've not really met him to talk to, but another genuinely nice guy, I think. He really is. He's good. He's a good guy. Um, this is a picture, by the way, for the audio listeners of Charles Darwin's statue that sat outside the library. And behind is all sorts of graffiti. And this is my favourite piece of yours, Gary Bo. This is the one I'm going to own one day. And you got yeah. the Banana Man on there. you got Pac-Man on there. you got the Beano, Dennis the Menace, Charlie Adler's face is on there. Um, it's brilliant. It really is one of my favourite pieces of yours. Um, but, yeah, that's the perfect example, Amy, of you saying, when do you know when to stop? Because there's so much crammed in here. And I bet there's pits in there that, like you said before, that people haven't even noticed yet. In this. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm. Not so much, in the backgrounds, but not so much on the characters. There's, there is on the on the Darwin one because everyone keeps asking me what's a beagle with a monkey one. Yeah. Oh and yeah, I'm, I was wondering that. Yeah, yeah, everybody says to me, "Why, why the beagle?" Because he, he not, went on the beagle. He went, he went on the beagle, the HMS beagle. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. But there's things I put in there sometimes. I don't know where it's gone to blue, but there's a picture there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you got that a favourite that you've done? Your favourite, Gary. What, what's my favourite? Mm. Um, I think because I, when, I was, when I was in art college, they said to me, never put the subject matter in, um, in the middle of the picture. And um, I was like, "All oh, right, okay." And then I and I used to say to them, if they told me you couldn't do anything, I'd say to them, "Why can't you do it?" And they said, "You just can't." And that's no good to me. If somebody tells me you just can't, <laughs> I've got to paint it then to find out why you can't. So I did a painting, yeah. and it was um, it was on my um, Instagram page. I think I'm not sure if I can find it. Um, and it was of a, a guy on a horse, and um, it. It was, um, I painted him smack bang in the middle 
And it, it was one of those. And I just thought to myself, oh, I can see now why you weren't supposed to do it. But I, pers I persisted with it. I think I persisted with it for a month. And then I, I finished it. And I actually, I think that's probably one of my favorites. I can imagine that that's you, that is. That's because of you. You told me a company in the middle, so it's in the middle. It's Absolutely. in the middle. Uh, you yeah. can do a cross. Um, it hasn't actually, um, on, on the picture, it hasn't actually come across. Um, I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can send it to you, but it's, um, it's not, it's not come across as, uh, as it should have. Um, is there, is there, um, while you're doing that, Gary, um, are there any artists? Cause I mean, I've, I'm going to bring up this, this thing there. Who is Banksy? I love that. Um, uh, is there, are there any artists that you'd like to work with? Is there like um, a... I've I've worked with a lot of artists, um, different artists, mm -hmm. um, but but for different things. But I I I think um, I, I wouldn't say I'd like to work with artists, but there's certainly artists that I'd like to have some of their artwork. But I I'd, I'd rather. It sounds daft, but I'd rather swap. You know, if they like my artwork, I'd rather swap a piece with them for a piece of theirs. But I, I don't, you know, like I, I don't believe in buying it. Type, but like, not. Like, I don't think their artwork's worth it. I probably couldn't afford their artwork. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's, you know, like if you had a mutual respect for somebody, it's it'd be nice to swap a piece or something. Yeah, a bit of mutual respect there. You know, yeah, you're, you're doing your and, own thing. yeah, and it's a, it's a bit like that. And I, you know, like I, I won't let the wife have um, any artwork on the walls unless it's mine. You know, if she sees something that she likes, I'll say, well, I'll just paint it, and it, and it's um, <laughs> yeah. So if she and prints and things, I, I'll just say, oh, I'll just paint that. So if she finds something. That's that's the one, but it's. There's a bit missing, you see. It squared it off, but it was actually lo longer to the right, so that it's the same distance. And the guy is literally smack bang in the middle on the original. Mm. But it was a, it was oh. an oil painting. It's about four four foot by five foot, I think. There's was, a big uh, contrast in your work, isn't there? Um, well, I've been going yeah, through your work. It's different sort of times, different periods, and what what I thought would have sold at that time or period, and it's not always panned yeah. out the way I thought it would. Are you constantly um, experimenting with different disciplines and stuff then? Because of yeah, well, I, I just at the moment now, um, I'm doing a, a painting at the moment of um, the cyclist. Um, oh, which one is it? Um, Cavendish, Mark Cavendish. Oh, wow. so I'm, I'm drawing Mark Cavendish at the moment. Um, I was doing the monkey, finishing that off the other week. Um, I'll be, I'm set to go to Norway and I'll be painting a laser arena in Norway. Nice. Um, so it's like the work is just, and then in between all that, I'll be looking at doing some um, cartoon characters for book illustrations. So nice. I've got a lot of, you know, varied styles you know and, and they're and they are varied they're all over but then when i do the big oil paintings i mix all the styles up into um one picture i mean you you and like i mean i'm thinking about matt sewell here because obviously he does the murals as well and he does the, the bird books right and yeah i didn't ask this to matt um so i'll ask it to you and um 
you are a, an accomplished artist. You're very good at what you're doing. But how difficult is it to go from something on a big scale, even if it's a canvas, to something small in a book? I mean, is that is that something that's easily transferable? Or I, I've I've never had a problem with it um, because my dad, I my dad, as I say, was a sign writer. So he he knew how to expand things and reduce them, and then I've I've got a um, a projector, and I use a projector massive, and I, I get slated for it all the time. I get these real artists. Oh my god, I can't believe you're using a projector. That's not real art. You you know, and it's and I'm thinking, but all the old masters used project some sort of projection machine. All the old masters used it. They all used to project. You know, they had these pinhole cameras and everything that they used to use. So they've all done it over the years. It's just, I, I get a lot of my work because I'm fast. And the reason I'm fast is because I use a projector because um, uh, it saves so much time. And you can just bang the image on. So really, when you put it on, you just get it for the scale and then you go. And then to come back and then draw in a book, I, it's just second nature to me now. But I've got so many friends that have spent... A, a friend of mine who was a mural artist who became a tattooist and then he told me he was going to paint his kid's bedroom and then two days later he phones me up can you paint this i can't do it <laughs> and he was a, he started off as a mural artist <clears throat> and now he's forgotten how to do that big because he's been doing tattoos and his head's just like that size and he couldn't do it so it wasn't a dumb question then fantastic <laughs> no, <laughs> i i i can get round it but i know a lot of people who can't yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, worked, I've actually had friends of mine who come to help me, and they and they've been painting on a you know like amazing paintings on a, a sheet of A3, and then I said, right, just paint on that wall there, thinking it's common knowledge, and then all of a sudden they're painting something that's the size of a stamp, and you're like, what are you doing? You know, you've got like a three meter wall, and they just can't get their head around it. It's something I learned, like because I just I mess around with like. Because I make all my own logos and stuff, and design all my own stuff. It's quite quite fun, and sometimes I can get lost into it. We, we spoke about that at John as well. How you can just get lost into art. But I remember I was vectoring um, a logo, so I zoomed right in, and so I was vectoring all the all the art. I was redoing all the lines and coloring it all in, and then I zoomed out, and I was like, "Oh my god, you can't even see what I've just spent three hours yeah. doing." Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about with scale. Sometimes it's difficult because you just, you you can't see. What it's going to look like when you sort of zoom out like i imagine like you, you know on the on the seven social like you said yeah um, doing a big thing you think it's absolutely enormous and you step back and like i said it's like three feet tall <laughs> yeah no it's um i i think i've because i've always been limited with time and it was i i i had so much time usually what they do is they'll phone me up companies will phone me up and say right got a great job for you it's four weeks and this is the budget and then all of a sudden they're like, they'll phone you back and they'll go, oh, the problem is we've overspent. Now we still want that work doing, but we've only got um, 10 days and a smaller budget. Mm. And I was like, all right, so I'll go in and do it for the 10 days, but I've still got to make it look like it was four weeks work. And I've, I've paint the wall black the and do one little brick. Uh, yeah, I've, I've developed styles now where I can make something look a lot busier than it actually is, and there's more detail in it than there actually is. Yeah. And I think with doing all the different types of things that I've been doing, you sort of like find out lots of different styles and techniques and everything. I found some pictures of the stuff you do at Turtle Doves, um, and I, this is um, a picture I got off the My Shrewsbury web 
website. So this is the credit goes to them for this picture. There's Sheree Gerard there in the background. Oh yeah, yeah. This is what you did at Turtle Doves. Uh, is this Turtle from Turtle Doves as well? Is that Turtle yeah, Doves? that's from there. That was. Um, you can't really see the scale of that, but if I no. was stood, if I was stood by it, I probably wouldn't come up to the turtle's belly. Wow. Wow. It was it was a huge thing. Um, I think the, there was another one there with the light fittings. Um, yeah, I couldn't find. Um, I just very quickly, I, I quickly scoured. But Cherie Gerard, for the people that are, um, are listening, but audio, um, there's a giant bee on on the wall, um, and Cherie only just comes up to the legs of the bee. That's the size of this thing. It's massive. Um, I, yeah, that, that was painted on a scissor lift <laughs> from a scissor lift. Wow, wow. I, I couldn't do that. It's such I don't think thing. I can ever stop looking at the, the really amazing thing I love about your work, Gary, is that one minute in one painting, I'm looking at fine art. I'm looking at what looks like pencil sketches. I know it's not, but it looks like it. And then I'm looking at graffiti and I'm looking at cartoon and it's all in one painting. And I, I that, that's all from a, profe a a complete amateur eye i know but i love it it draws you in and i can see why you get asked so much to do your mural work it, it's it, it's captivating actually i really love all of the stuff i think if i looked at one of your pieces of art every day for a year i would still find a contrast and a different technique and yeah. character and it's it's incredible and your brain must be a crazy place to visit <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a bit like my room really messy <laughs> i got stuff piled up everywhere <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's uh i can't stop looking at it i've got your instagram up on my phone while we're talking and uh, yeah it I just keep falling into your well, there's some big ones there the ones with the racing cars they're, they're pretty big um yeah and then i found one of your dog oh that yeah that was that the doberman uh yeah bob yeah that was that was um the dog unfortunately died 10 years ago and and my wife was keep asking me to um paint a picture of the dog and i was i was thinking yeah i'll do it i'll do it and i finally did it um I, that was probably during lockdown um but you know I've, it's been 10 years in the making that one that was an oil painting which i'd not really done what i call a proper oil painting for a while because it's always been i've always been playing around mm. doing more airbrushing and things oh yes i can see the racing cars now as well yeah, that yeah. Was if, if you're listening you need to go and check out um it's gary drew artist you can see it's a bit blurry that picture it's just the way facebook has uh, rendered it thanks facebook um <laughs> as i've downloaded it um but yeah, Gary Drew artist on Instagram. Give him a follow. Um, and you know, any any company, I've got to say, any company around Shrewsbury or if it's your local town or wherever you listen to this from, if you embrace local artists and give them the petition, uh, petition, the permission, and the license to go absolutely nuts, like like Turtle Doves have done here, like the Seven Social. If you do that, thank you, because you're do you're doing some you're doing a service to to the art. You know, you're giving you're inspiring an artist to go out there and, and spread their wings and you know i think it's a beautiful thing because you, you don't see it that often you know everything's so corporate now 
so many businesses out there. I mean, it's great to see, you know, world famous photographers taking these things you're going to see in M&S or whatever, but that's fine. But to take local independent artists and go, I'd prefer to use your work than to spend X amount of money on a, a huge ad campaign. I think it's just a brilliant thing. So Shrewsbury has been brilliant though, because uh, you're looking now and, they, and they've done all the boxes, the electric boxes around yeah. town and that. And it's just little things like that. And it's, I, I think it is becoming a, a bit of a cultural art capital, really, around here. There's, I've not seen as much artwork anywhere else as what I'm, I'm seeing in Shrewsbury. Yeah. You know, but wherever you go, you know, like over at Frankwell, um, where I've been down there um, and done all the places down there, and I'm planned, I'm booked in to do stuff there next year. Um, uh, yeah, and, uh, which I'm, is going to be pretty awesome i am um, i know what's going on there i um, i've got the pictures and everything and um it's going to be big and uh, i i just think that you know again it's going to add i i think it's going to add to it um and it's great you know it's one of those things where people are going to go and you're going to go to the coffee shops have a coffee and then have a look around the town and see all the amazing artwork and I, when I go round to jobs in Europe and they've had graffiti artists going in there and doing stuff, and it's like it's a bit of a thing every year. They have a, de- a I think it's a couple of days every year where graffiti artists come from around the world and they just get given a section of wall and paint on it, a bit like what they've done with the boxes. Mm. And um, it looks fantastic. But now people are traveling there to see, you know, to go and see all the artwork and booking into the hotels and spending time looking around. And it's like a bit of a cultural, and it, it, like with graffiti now, it's massive. It's it's not like the old tagging and things like that. And it is a proper proper art. You know, it's, it's the stuff is amazing. Well, I mean, you got people like Banksy to thank for that. I mean, like people really, really. If you've got a Banksy painted on your wall, suddenly yeah. house values just shot up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. But his work is so is so politically moving as well. So brilliant and. Um, I feel like I remember when I was in when I was in Colombia and I was we were driving through the city with my my wife and my, and her cousin and there's this stretch of like walls like where you get like a, a bit where you can do your art you can make yeah. a mural spray paint and it was like it was like a political battle they would argue their political points via art through yeah. these amazing murals and it's amazing to see you know some people would be spray painting about repression some people would be paint, uh, spray painting about riches and going out there and it was just so amazing to see and that's that's how we should be arguing about things guys not on facebook <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit more permanent <laughs> true yeah <laughs> um have, have you done any mentoring or is there any 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 sort of plans can you can you do that can you sort of teach people um, like yeah, I've, when I go to do the jobs and things, people have, have often said, how do, how do you do that? And I've actually gone on and, and taught people, you know, like I'll show them. I, it doesn't bother me. I'll show them how to do it. Mm. And um, I've not really had classes. It's just if somebody comes along and says, oh, can you show me how to do that? And I'll show them. Um, I, I don't mind. Um, and it's um, – I think at the moment I I used to have people working for me, but I've I've sort of done away with that now because you spend more time making sure they're working and you end up not doing the work yourself. You become a manager rather than an artist. And I I never set out to be that. So I, as I say, if I'm on a job and somebody wants to learn something, I'll, I'll show them how to do it. 
And if any famous artists want to come along and scribble on my painting, I'm quite willing to do that as well. <laughs> i got to say, that was one of the scariest things I've ever done, Amy, right? I, we weren't drawn, and Sheree was like, here's a pen. There's a huge white wall downstairs. Everybody's drawing on it. You've got to draw on it. I was like... What? I, 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 I it, looked, it looked okay. I saw that as well. <laughs> yeah, it was quite like, impressive. He's an amazing little artist. Amazing, amazing little artist. You guys amazing are, little, bless you. <laughs> amazing artists. And then they're like, oh, do, do something. So I did like my, 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 my standard cross microphones and a cookie in the middle. It was probably, uh, I thought that was so scary though. You so can scary. tell where it was. There's one good thing. And it looked circular as well, which I was impressed at. Oh, nice! Thank you. Very much. Nice to do the circle. <laughs> See, I won a uh, blue pizza badge for my art when I was young. So, yeah. oh, you're the most famous out of all of us. <laughs> I was going to say you might be world famous, but do you have a blue pizza badge for your art? <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried so many times. <laughs> I'm so proud of that moment. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I've ever won anything. <laughs> it's like. Oh, you've won my heart, you've won Gary. Heart, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if if any of the listeners are listening, um, if you do ever want to buy me anything and show appreciation for the show, a piece of Gary Drew's art is exactly where you need to go for that. Um, <laughs> one day, one day, one day. Yeah. Why would it be painted rather than to have a painting? It would be amazing, wouldn't it? It was amazing to see because, like. We did draw on over two days, and I sat with Gary all day for the first day in particular. And he was drawing little bits on the arm, talking, doing a lot of more talking than art, to be fair. But that's what you were there for, was to inspire. Yeah. And then he took it away. And then the next day, um, it, it was spray painted. And I was like, oh my God, you can see like this huge change in the art. So it was yeah. really nice, an honor to see you do that, Gary. So, you know, I really. Oh, it, it's fast, though. The spraying is really quick. Yeah. It's a, that's a good thing, but then I went and painted over what I'd sprayed. <laughs> so you can see, I know it's a bit blurry, guys, um, but yeah. you can see there's Mike Perkins there drawing his Batman. But you can see that's the monkey there behind him. That's before it's been painted, so it looked like a bit just done with, done with poster paint. And I was like, "Yeah, Gary, that's great," but, <laughs> but then, then it looks like that. It's just it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's just it's just um, playing with it, really. I, you know, you just go and you're just thinking, I think that's the best thing about painting. You can paint something and you're thinking, I like that, I'll leave that bit. And then if you think, I don't like it, just thinking, oh, I don't like that bit, I'll just paint over it. Yeah. And it's really good. The philosophy of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't like it, just we paint over fix it. fix this, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> do people ask you um, to do the... Uh, paint things that you're not very good at drawing or you're not comfortable with drawing before and you've gone and done it maybe you've regretted it and have you any sort of stories like that um no because the the thing i think i avoided i tended to avoid doing robots because they were they seemed really hard to do but the the thing is whenever you're painting anything there's always a technique to painting it and you've just got to figure out what that technique is so once you figure the technique out, it, you're laughing. And it's like um, glass was always really hard to paint. Um, sea or water was really hard to paint. And robots seemed to be really hard to paint. But then 
you, you can you could probably Google it now and go on Google and say, how do you paint water? And they'll show you a technique for doing it. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, yeah. that's so simple. And then you do it. And once you, once you know the technique, there's a technique to doing everything. And once you know the technique, and it's not just in painting. Is there anything you want to do? There's a technique to doing it. But it's like when you do things, and I'm, I've, the amount of people I've, see, I've seen and they're like saying to me, oh, my God, that's so easy. And you're like, yeah, it, it is, once you know how. It only took me my whole life to learn how to do it. Yes, easy. Yeah, but, and, and it has, it's like, I don't know, 40 years of experience there <laughs> to paint that, you know, that three-minute bit. And it's, and, and I don't think people understand it, but the funny thing is I can say to them, here's a brush, you do it. And they do it. And sometimes they, it's not too bad, and then other times it's te- it's shocking. And, and they're like, what? How have you done that? But there's... You know, with a paintbrush, sometimes it's it's a flick of the paintbrush or the way you hold the paintbrush is how you get the effect. But they don't mm. quite see that little technique. Um, but what if you showed them how to do it, they can get the hang of it really easy. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, that's so easy. And I was like, yeah, it is. Everything's easy once you know how. But and I suppose it, that's why... Um, I think with everything, sometimes people can be quite surprised at the price of a piece of art. But you're not actually paying just for that piece of art, are you? Oh, no, no. You're paying for the 40-odd years or more or less of experience, of training, of learning your trade and your skill. And that's all encompassed in one painting, isn't it? Yeah, I was, was going to say, and that's what makes you great, baby. That's exactly what's going to come out of my lips, and you just put it. I put it, it better. <laughs> but, but it's like it's like with you when you're doing your podcast, you're you're you haven't just you know like thought, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. You've had to go out. You've had to buy all the speakers, all the recording equipment, all of the you know the technical stuff, which has probably cost thousands to do a five minute show. And then, it, and it's like, you know, before you've even started, you've laid out thousands, and then, and and people don't understand that. And it's the same when you're painting. I, you know, like the painting. I got this guy's a joke. You got when you do a painting, you've got the the paint and that. And I might not use a lot of paint on that particular painting, but I've had to buy like liters of paint to mm. do that little bit, mm. all the different colors. I leave boxes of it all around the world. Yeah, and that's it, and it, you know things like that. So there is more that goes into it, as well as the you know the time and effort. Oh. Yeah, but I, th- I, I think I think painters get slammed a little bit because everybody enjoyed painting in school, and they just thinking it's it's they don't take you seriously. They think it's just a hobby, and it and it's like you get friends like oh just paint me this, and I could paint it, and it probably take me. I, I could probably do it in a day. And they're just thinking, yeah, thanks. And it was like, well, hang on. It's like, how much do you get for a day's wage? Yeah. And it's, you know, and I've had jobs. I've gone for a job. I remember I did one job in a hospital, price for a job. And the nurse came up to me and she says, um, she says, oh, um, how much is it going to cost? And I told her the price for it to do it. It was going to be a week. And then she was like, oh. She said, you do realise that this is sick children in here, so can you do it for the sick children? So I said, so you want me to do it for nothing? And she's like, yeah. And I said, okay. I said, I'll do it for nothing on one condition. And she goes, what's that? And I says, you work a week for nothing. And she said, but this is my this is my job. And no, I'm yes. like, and this is my job. Yeah. And I said, if you do a week's work for nothing, then I'll do this mural for nothing. And she wouldn't. 
this um, a thing isn't there. I, I, this was for cake makers, but it's used in all professions that somebody will complain that how can a cake cost so much when the price of eggs is only that much in the yeah. bag. And so the cake, the baker passes them a bag with just eggs and flour and milk and butter because that's exactly what you've paid for. You haven't paid for my yeah. skills, my talents, yeah. and my knowledge. And that can be put into everything, can't it? That bag of yeah. eggs and butter. No, definitely. Yeah. That, my dad, I, I mentioned my dad was a sign writer. I remember mm. him um, going on a job one day and he did exactly the same thing. The guy said to him, how much? And he's like, oh, it's going to be £80. And he says, can you do it cheaper? And he said, yeah. And he turned around, he picked a paintbrush up and he passed it to the guy and he says, do it yourself. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, well, that's why, that's why you're paying me. <laughs> I can see why your dad was uh, both an inspiration and an inspirator. Um, oh, he, he sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, all the stuff he came out with. There was lots of things he came out, which I probably couldn't repeat on radio. It's important to be inspired, though, and and that's what that's what I get from. I, I said it quite a lot during drawing that. Um, you, you artists are superheroes because you do something that I can't do and Amy can't do. And there's lots of people out there that can't, you know, create beautiful pieces of art like you guys do. Um, and the same, the same goes for like musicians and for, you know, more po uh, accomplished podcasters than me or, you know, people yeah. that do surgery, save people's lives, run countries, all these kind of things. Like there are so many things that people bring to the table that you just cannot do. So you need to appreciate artists and, you know, I feel like sometimes we can take things for granted when it comes to art. Things like you walk past something in a, in a, you know, in a museum or something, and you just walk past that painting that's that's you know been up there for hundreds of years and was painted by this artist. Slow down a bit, man. Slow down and appreciate what's around you. I I think one of the best things I've seen lately was on probably on Facebook where it says stop buying. Um, work by dead artists. They don't need the money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was I. And I thought that's so true. But I yeah. think there's. I I do like it when I see artists that are doing really well. You know that. You know younger artists and things like that that are doing really well. I'm thinking that's really good because it like I I struggle like mad. I wish I had where I could just chill a bit and and do what I really want to do. Mm. And not have to do some some of the bits I do do to spend more time on some of the bits that I'd really like to do. I like but to sur surround myself with inspirations and things that are little reminders, tokens of things. Behind me now, there's like I did a bit with Spirograph Girl there. You see the little Spirograph in there. Um, and there's Mildred and the Crazy Cat Lady. Mildred the Crazy Cat Lady, written by Kevin Horak. These are people that have been on my show, The Love Monster there by Jane Pickworth. And if I show my camera, I look at this every time I record, and that there is a painting made by my good friend, a drawing of my, by my friend, Eric Fluger. And that's Kevin Smith from Ralph Garman from one of the most uh, most popular podcasts of all time. And he made that, and he's my friend. And I get to look at that every time I do a podcast. Yeah. Because that inspires me, you know. It's, it's just, you know, have those sort of inspirations. We did see your lifeline on your palm then as well, Alex. <laughs> You're here for the long spell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I sort of like mess about, um, it, you know, if I'm doing, when I'm doing book illustrations and everything and I'll do characters and, and things like that and, and mould them to get the fa faces. I got my little guy. Nice. So wow. it's, so it's like, that? it was like a little bit of a... 
a, a, a dinosaur thing, cro crocodile dinosaur. That's awesome. So, it's not a dragon. It's no, dragon. I, it was just a, <laughs> I think there was um, there was a couple of others, but I don't know where they they've actually gone at the moment. I've got I had a few more. So if I'm doing book illustrations and I've got a character, I'll just make it in three D so I can move it around and get the facial expressions. And like I mean, I know we're running short on time, and this is probably one of the last questions. But you know, when when we talk about inspiration and what you're talking about right now, are there Things that you you like to look at in the bad days when you need that little bit of extra oomph. Like, is do you have those days? And what picks you up when you are? Oh no, I, I look at stuff continually. I'm always looking. Um, at, you know, like artwork. I've got on my Instagram. I follow lots of different artists, and the stuff that pops up on theirs, and I'm looking. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I can, I can. I say I rip it off, but it's like you, you do look at stuff. You, I wouldn't say. Rip-offs probably a bit, but like sort of um, you look at it and you're thinking, yeah, I, I like that effect or I like the way they've done that. And I'll, I'll try that. not ripping yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it is really good. But there's so much, there's so much like art that I, you know, like what people take for granted as an artist, you look at it. Um, and it's like you go somewhere, if you go into a church or something, there's so much art in a church. Most people will walk in and go, yeah, it's just a church. But when you're looking at the stained glass windows and all the carvings and everything else, and even high streets, when you walk down a high street, I guarantee you can spot the, the artists in the high street because they're the ones walking around looking, looking up at the, of the buildings and looking mm -hmm. at all the carvings and all the windows. And most people in the high street are just looking at what's in the shop windows, which I, I do as well. But you're looking, you know, always there's inspiration everywhere. Shrewsbury's a great look up. It's, it's amazing. You know, yeah. there's, there's so much there in Shrewsbury. It's just, it's ridiculous. You could, you know, like you could spend your whole life in Shrewsbury and, and never get bored. It's, yeah. There's not much stuff. It's so nice. I remember yeah. the first the first week we moved to, to Shrewsbury, um, it, uh, we moved in and then it's like snowed. Like a crazy year where we just had ridiculous amounts of snow. And I remember Charles Dickens. <laughs> I remember this is the first time I kind of walked through Grey Friars and over that metal bridge over Grey Friars, and I was just like, <sighs> my, my head just exploded yeah. all over. Like, oh, this place is amazing. Yeah, I love it. Was it. Just, it was like a scene out of a movie. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's know. just, it's just like. One of the most fantastic places I've been to, just for mm. the looks of the buildings and the whole and the people. You know, the people are so nice. Yeah, got great podcast right, as well. Right. <laughs> it's what, sorry? what was that, Amy? I said you're right. We are. Yeah, so, we are. yeah, yeah. We are amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Right, I think we've run out. We've gone over an hour. Wow, that's uh, time flies when you're having fun. Hey? No, yeah. no, no. I love that. I love that that we. There's, there's something really special about conversation just flows and 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 just just goes wherever you like i said no notes written today i've just really enjoyed chatting to you gary honestly and um you're welcome back on the show i'd love to like you know, seeing you doing the mural thing next year i'd love to like bring some cameras and like this do, do something with you with that and show you yeah like, i'm due back um i had to do you know grain from um turtle doves yes i'm, I'm going in I'm, I'm painting his um his kitchen so, okay. um, and you you mentioned something about doing cellars at one point, and yes. I've done his cellar, so it, it might be worth 
Um, mm. I'll let you know when I'm over there. You could bob over. I'd love to do that. I'd love to take a look at it. We, we are going to be doing, we mentioned it on the uh, the, the St. Mary's episode we did uh, mm. with Rob Milton. We're going to be, um, that's what came today. You saw me collecting package off my wife. It's my new camera. So we, got, we can make nice. vlogs, proper yeah. professional vlogs now. And we're going to be uh, connecting a lot of the sellers together. So film me crying in fear in dark cellars because I'm really scared of things like that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have the, the, the professional, this is a cellar in Shrewsbury. And here's Chris. Yeah. And in the background, you have Amy going, oh my God, no. I'll have to lots of bloopers and bleepers on that uh, filming because I will swear a little bit. Right. I want to tell you guys about our, our, our. Have you got a website as well? Can people buy commissions off you, Gary? Tell people about you. How they can um, yeah, there's um, a rengallery.com, mm -hmm. which is R E double N gallery.com. And then there's. Um, I've also got garydrew.com. Yes, and also so, as well, the, the Soden Gallery. Um, you can people still buy stuff from the Soden Gallery? Yeah, yeah, Jonathan at the Soden. Yeah, that's who I've invited on the show. I'm going to try and get for the last two years. We've been doing this dance of you need to come on the show. Yes, I will. I'm really busy. Are you? So am I too. And we keep doing this thing. Where I'm yeah. Like, never really oh, well, I think he, I think it'll be easier now because I think he's got um, a girl helping out in the in the gallery now, so he can get more time away. I think me and Amy, we just have to boot the door down with microphones. Right, sit down! Well, we got, um, I mean, I'm really, really good friends with Sam Pooley, and yep. we've yep. spoken to you, Gary. So come on, this has got to help us a little bit get in there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, Jonathan said he'll come on the show, no problem. It's just, yeah. just pinning each other down, so we'll, we'll, we'll do this. But um, I love chanting, Gary. Thank you so much. Um, listeners, Please check out our website, which is uh, the shoeswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, all of our uh, content is available on there. You can press play on the website and it'll play it directly off the website. Um, it's got a little bit about us as well. Amy, I need to get some information, some nice pictures of you as well, so we can put you on the website. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you're looking to make a website and you need something that looks great, just like our website, make sure you check out Web Orchard. They do so, so much. Um, Gary, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for speaking to us. And Amy, as always, your input is just amazing. I love having you. Thank you. Well. I've loved speaking to Gary. So it was easy. Yeah. yeah thank you very much, both of you. Okay, both thanks. of you stick behind. Uh, once off, uh, we finish this, we'll have a chat before we... Well, for now, guys, peace out. Take it easy.